2022 NBA draft breakdown. In this video, we will be talking about no other than Keegan Murray out of Iowa, the uh, super sophomore who led his team to a very successful season. Keegan Murray, man, his rise from a non-prospect into a surefire lock to hear his name in the lottery on draft night 2022. You know, one of the best stories of, of this draft cycle came out of nowhere, really played a secondary supporting role on that Iowa team last year that had uh, Luka Garza. Cursory look at his box score averages will show you he really improved his numbers across the board, raising his points per game from basically 16 points overall. He went from seven points his freshman season to averaging 23 points per game this year, which basically led all of the power fives. It's his field goal percentage, three-point percentage, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, collectively from year one to year two. So. I mean, just getting into the strengths and weaknesses, Raz, what really stood out to you? Watching him play, and, you know, he's one of those players that comes off that, that silky smooth, at least at the college level. Um, I believe he has a very versatile offensive skill set that allowed him to thrive. Now, that production that increased, like you said, from his freshman to sophomore year is eye-opening. That's something, you know, that, that that skeptics could look at and say, is this sustainable? But I think on a, on a certain level, it is. Um, he is a player that will, at the next level, be an excellent role and or pop option for ball handlers in the, in the pick and roll situation. He has the ability to stretch um, the defense uh, deep from the four position. And he's somebody who his first step on, on, on bigger players is gonna be something that's going to allow him to thrive. Now, there are a few things, you know, that I, I also like about him where, you know, even though he may not be the best on-ball defender, he has a high defensive motor. And I think these are some things that he'll be able to translate to productive minutes in, on the next level. And speaking about the production, because the, the production is one thing that you really can't take away for Keegan. And there's an argument to be had, but pound for pound, he has a he has a case to, to be one of the best scorers in this class. So it makes him a pretty interesting prospect to try and diagnose where he's going to be and in the next couple of years. He's not the sexiest prospect due to kind of, I think he's going to be 22 um, on draft night. So especially as a sophomore, he's an old sophomore. But using the age is going to be used against him. But when we talk about his actual long-term road to being an NBA starter, and I think he has a case where he's going to be a productive guy and there's a chance to make himself a lot of money down the line. So, I mean, just, just keeping, staying on the offense with Keegan for a moment, probably underrated as an athlete. Um, he doesn't, he's not really a vertical athlete. He lacks a lot of vertical pop. Not really somebody who, I mean, he can finish over the top, but that's not really what he does best. But I think his combination of power with, like you mentioned, a solid first step allows him to really get to his spots where he is extremely comfortable on the court. One of his aspects that makes Keegan really polished and really solid is he has a really good base underneath him. He's really strong and his balance. It's really hard to get him off balance. So even though he doesn't have the best first step, he is able to, even when he does got, have guys, bigger guys on his hip or any defender on his hip, he is able to really use his balance and combine that with the touch that he does have when he puts the ball on the floor to really, he's able to just throw the ball into the hoop at times. And his short intermediate game around the basket is also really strong. So, I mean, one of the main concerns with Keegan, at least in regards to his upside long-term is his shot creation for himself in the half court. So, I mean, where, where did you come? Because obviously he's a really good scorer, but I think a lot of people, you know, had concerns about 
how is he going to score at the NBA level? So what did you make about his shot creation? For his shot creation in the, in the half court, you know, like you said, that's something that's going to have to develop. Um, but if you notice him in, in the full court and, and in transition, right, he has no problem pushing the ball off misses. He has a decent enough handle to, to make it up that way. So I think that's going to be something where, you know, he's going to have to either play in, you know, some of those handoffs with, with guards and be able to turn the corner on bigger on bigger players. He has the downhill ability and he has enough handle to be able to score out of some sets. Now, if we're talking isolation, I think that's where he'll run, in, run into a little bit of a problem. He's going to have to rely on some tough shot making ability um early on until he develops the rest of his skill set but he he's more of a finesse player than he is a power player so i think you know what works for him is going to be trying to get some of those big guys up on their up off the ground and on their feet and trying to figure out how to get to the line and taking advantage of all his uh, full court and running the lane and filling the lanes kind of opportunities important context with keegan that we have to put into the right perspective with him is understanding his role that he's going to be had um, that he's going to have at the nba level so especially on the iowa team he was the best shot creator and the best scorer not only on that team but like we said earlier just one of the best scorers in the country but yeah i don't think he's going to actually have to create for himself a lot at the nba level i don't necessarily see him um being used um, utilized in that role but like we said he finished fourth in all the college basketball and scoring with 23 points and only nine percent of his offense came out of isolation so basically what we have here is a player who should be able to put up his own points and put the ball in the basket without really needing the offense cater to him i think that's what kind of makes keegan a really good plug and play type of guy at the next level looking at his his shot profile for a moment and since he wasn't wasn't doing a lot of isolation like we did say 90 percent of the shots came in trend um, transition and he rated in the 97 percentile in transition and like you said he's really comfortable grabbing and going and although he's not really a east-west type of athlete when he is getting downhill he is pretty coordinated getting to the spots and getting to the basket another 60 percent of his shots came off of spot up and he ranked in the 85th percentile on that i think that's a number that's going to be even higher for him shot what 39 percent from three this year which he was kind of unconscious and he was just letting it fly so i mean projecting the shot like are you in on the shot and what do you make of because i think like if if we're talking if you're trying to talk yourself into keegan as a as a potential top 10 pick which you know so i think some people might have a problem just because of age and like we said earlier it's not really a sexy profile with keegan because we're not talking a a potential possible superstar down the line so my two questions here is in regards to the shot and just more of a, a, a philosophical question with Keegan. And when we're looking in the lottery with draft guys, and this definitely does depend on a draft to draft, because every draft is different. But when it comes to really weighing the difference between certainty and somebody who you know are gonna, is going to be able to come in and contribute and comparing that to shooting for the stars, what are the traits that really dignifies somebody who you see as being worth shooting for the stars or somebody who this guy's going to be able to contribute from day one for you? Like you said, I think it's draft to draft. And I think what it comes down for Keegan Murray is going to come down to the fit. What what team ends up drafting him? When it comes to his shot, like I, I think he has the ability to be a three-level shooter. Um, he has soft touch, 
Um, and the, the consistent shot mechanics from him is something that I, I look for when I'm looking at jump jump shooters. Like, if his percentage isn't what we think it should be right now, what does his mechanics look like? He's, his form is the same every single time, and I think that's going to play well into the three-level thing. Now, I think all of the things that we've just spoken about gives him a very, very high floor, right? Now, we're talking about some of the things where he's a bit of a tweener, which is... Uh, a word that used to be used, you know, now we're playing positionless basketball, so we may use it a bit less, but what is going to be his true position in, in the next, the next league, in the league is going to be the three out of four. It was probably going to be the four due to his limited quote unquote athleticism. I think he's a, a, a fair, a fair enough good athlete to where that's not going to matter. And he doesn't shy away from any contact down there. He's not a soft player. He's just a finesse player. Um, so his floor is, is going to be high. Now, if you're looking in the top three picks, you know, I think there's when you start looking for somebody where you're shooting for the stars, right? Like you take a certain level of, of floor and you're looking now to shoot for the moon with one of those with one of those picks. I think now with Keegan is where he's a little bit older, which, you know, I hate that it's going to be used against him. He, he has an extra year on him a couple months, so people may drop him down in terms of his potential. But if you look at his his scoring and his production, that that should be a checkbox right there. Boom. He has the production. Are these skills going to translate to the next level? Yes. Are there things he has to clean up on? Sure. But if he doesn't clean up on those things, is he still a contributing player? on your team and i think that's where you start to look at it so now you're looking at now the five to ten range i think there that's very good value he probably should go you know he probably should go in the top half of that five or six but you know if he falls to seven he falls to eight i think the teams that get him will be very happy desmond bain is kind of the guy that really comes into mind because i think right now desmond bain is probably on the periphery of an all-star level scorer and what he did in the playoffs was really good for memphis so i think keegan probably has some chance to be a little bit more productive than people are giving a chance and usually when you are young and productive that is something that you really don't want to underestimate that guy because it doesn't necessarily mean keegan especially comparing where he was as a player last year to where he was this year these guys aren't going to just stop getting better even though he's just a couple years older than this current crop of guys that are in the 2022 class with him but there's a lot to like with keegan staying on his offense for a second before we get to the defense he moves really good without the ball and i just in terms of how he's gonna fit on a on a team with a really good guard he didn't necessarily play with amazing shot creators with him but if you really take the attention off of keegan and his ability to really he seals off defenders really um defenders in the paint really good even when he gets those break breakouts breakaway tra um, opportunities to transition he's able to really get a really advantageous position and use that good touch he also shows a really good understanding of the spacing and relocation and that's probably my favorite thing about keegan as a scorer um as a three-point shooter i think he took about five threes a game i would probably like to see that you know around possibly six seven eight at the nba level for whatever he's going to lack as a finisher around the basket i think if he's actually getting up more shots as a three-point shooter and the stroke is projectable and it's going to be something that is actually going to be able to really carry his offensive value now really when we talk about combine all the offensive traits that we already spoke about and kind of makes me feel keegan is kind of underrated due to just the age thing that we were talking about we can't really pigeonhole him due to just him having the size and, and frame of a power forward and who he, i think he's going to be able to defend fours pretty well 
Plus, he has the burgeoning skill sets of a real floor spacer, which is extremely valuable at the NBA level. Now, talking about defensively for Keegan, what did you make about his defense, though? I think defensively, well, let's 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 start off with, like you said, he he's going to be able to guard these floors. Um, he's somebody who also rebounds well for his position and for his size. So he's going to be someone that, you know, he's not going to be somebody you worry about extended possessions on. He doesn't he doesn't reach. Um, he plays it very straight up and consistent. I think sometimes he relies too much on his, you know, he has good attributes. He has good length and he gambles a bit. So that's going to be somewhere where he needs to clear that up, keeping it straight in front of you and finishing um, possessions with rebounds, which he, he's very good at. Yeah, his defense is definitely. I don't. He's not a slouch on defense at all. And nah, I think it's just the perimeter it, stuff. I think off, you know. I think that's the only. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, it's definitely just the perimeter stuff. I, over over the season, I think he was around like one point eight blocks per game. His weak side rim protection is another one of his underrated facets. Now, like you said, Raz, he can. He he's an interesting athlete, and it goes back to the point about not really being an East West guy, but he can move his feet. And probably some of the slower, more ground-bound threes in the league, he's probably going to be able to stay on. But he's going to have the frame to actually bang off a lot of the big wings, which big wings can be a little difficult to find the right type of forwards. And, and you know, guys just have the proper frame that can really bang with a lot of those guys. Now, I think just in terms of his staying on the, staying on the defensive side for Keegan, a lot of the draft people in draft draft community have made the case about him possibly having some small ball five possibilities in the future do you see that as an avenue for keegan because i don't necessarily see i think depending on how his body fills out and he's like i said he's older so he, he's probably closer towards his grown man and his nba body but his, if we if we brought the floor spacing that he's going to bring to the to the five position and really translate that to what he does good on defense we might be cooking with something but i have my concerns about if he's possibly a, a small ball five but what did you make about the possibility of him playing the five in, in small spurts in the nba i'm not that gung-ho on it if we're gonna be honest um I, I think if if you're looking for him to be a small ball five for five what is it five to eight minutes a game you can maybe get away with it but I, I don't think he's going to be able to guard any of the actual you know dominant centers that are, are that are left in the league and I know we always say the big man is dead people say that I'm not one of them we have a lot of good centers in, in the league right now so I think that's gonna be you know a huge mismatch will he be able to put pressure on them offensively maybe but I, I don't think the reward is going to be worth the risk there. I think you may end up losing on a lot, lot of other fronts with him as a small ball five. I think you stick to him as a four and, and go from there. Well, my last thing with Keegan, just staying on his, his defensive side. And yeah, I do think getting back to the, to the rim protection, I don't think he's a pure rim protector. But one thing about Keegan and why he's such an interesting athlete is I think even when he does get beat off the dribble by a quicker guy he has pretty good instincts on recovery so he's able to actually when he is when his man does beat him even if he's behind you he's able to use his length in a positive facet to really disrupt possible shot attempts and actually even you know he he pinned a lot of shots off the backboard so that's another just promising trait for keegan so getting into the actual destinations and his long-term fit do you think is his best fit inside of the lottery 
No one deserves Sacramento, so that's never going to be an answer. But I, I think five with Detroit, I'd like to see him there. I think they they have a good, um, you know, up and coming star there in Cade, and I, I would love to see that kind of pick and roll, pick and pop action there. Um, there are some questions about obviously what they're going to do, you know, with Grant and things like that. But I think that's a player that you could take there. Um, Indiana is a good spot as well with that with the, the vacating of Sabonis. Um, I think he can play more alongside Miles Turner than Sabonis did. I think that would be a better fit there. And, and lastly, lastly, perhaps, perhaps Portland. But you know, well, I don't. Portland I don't... was yeah. Portland was definitely the one that I liked the most. You play him next to a guy like Dame. Life is going to be real easy for him, especially yeah. with the type of attention that that I Dame little. I just don't know on the defensive end how that works for him. I think, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Dame is going to, you know, he's going to have a lot of downhill guards heading his way with that back with that backcourt. So I don't know if that's the perfect defensive match for him. And that'll wrap us up for the Keegan Murray. If you did enjoy this video, let us know. Drop a like underneath. Definitely make sure you guys are subscribed to the Justice and Podcast. We are bringing you guys content coming to you guys daily. We out of here.